Welcome to Bloody Good Horror. everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of bloody good horror my name is eric and i'll be your host for this evening where we will be reviewing the new mutants this is based on a comic book john so i know all about it actually i read the wikipedia so i'm basically an expert we can we can uh, i'll drop all that knowledge on you later but first up joining me tonight from maryland the shores of maryland please welcome john schnars to the show Oh, what shores they are, Eric. Is that why you grew your hair out like that? Because you just got near the ocean and just became total surf bro? Uh, not, um, we're not that close to the ocean. We are close to the Chesapeake Bay, which, you know, it's a big bay. But uh, Is that part of the ocean, technically? I don't know. It's brackish. Uh, you know what that means? I do, do know, know what that means. That means a mix of salt water and fresh water. Like a scientist on the show tonight? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am a scientist like the people who wrote X-Men and decided these were quote-unquote <laughs> mutations are scientists. I can't wait for your mutant <laughs> rant because like the, this is like the X-Men has been happening. It's completely stupid and pointless, but it's a thing I like to talk yeah. about. Anyway, next up on the show from Hotlanta, Georgia, please welcome Cece. What's up? Cece, you getting the cicadas down there? How's the, how's the hot cicada action going? It's supposed uh, to be a crazy year for them this year, right? Has it not started yeah. yet? No, you muted Did yourself. Did you just mute? Motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have not gotten them intensely yet, or at least not in the city. Um, I know that they're on their way, but they're not here yet. I'm a little, little disappointed. Please keep us updated. I'll, I'll make sure that I like get a really good recording of the ambiance when it happens. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Next up on the show from Chicago, Joe, I, we didn't really have cicadas where we grew up. Like I didn't even know this was a thing until I was an adult, basically until I met CC, I didn't know what a cicada was. I didn't really know the sound until like we used to go on vacation, like Pennsylvania and stuff. We used to hear them there and like right. definitely down South, but like never like where we grew up. We mostly had like, ticks and racism <laughs> i mean you unfortunately was, have that down here as well yeah i was gonna say I, the, the cicadas are probably have better voter rights than than other people uh, right? not georgia have you not heard the shit you know what though it, it evens out because we get lyme disease which yeah. not everybody gets so that's fun uh last up tonight joining us i don't know what they have out there corn i think maybe from uh indiana please welcome casey Racism too, and cicadas. You get cicadas too. Very nice. Anybody yeah. get locusts? So what kind of plagues are we talking about tonight? Obesity. <laughs> oh, good lord! I thought you said bestiality, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "There's probably a good amount of that." There's probably some, yeah. Oh, uh, my lord. cool. We're here tonight to talk about cool. the new mutants, John. This is a 
a uh, superhero slash spooky young adult kind of movie from <laughs> Fox slash Disney. That's the mo- okay. So that's the most interesting thing I learned, John, reading the Wikipedia. In the they finished production on New Mutants. They had this like whole vision for it. They were about to release the trailer, but while they were cutting it, it came out and blew open the doors in the box office. And somebody at Fox went. Let's make a spooky trailer for the new mutants because it was originally designed just fully to be like more of a young adult kind of thing. Yeah, it was like a little bit spooky. Yeah. So they released that trailer that caused like all the like horror community hype for it. They had planned to do reshoots to basically bolster that in the script. In the middle of that planning, Disney bought Fox and put a hold on everything. And basically then okay, that first trailer came out in 2017. This movie just came out last year. So the thing, while that deal was in limbo, that thing just sat. By the time they got back to it, we're like, oh, maybe we could do reshoots. The director was like, the actors were too old. Like you couldn't go back and do reshoots in this young adult movie with these actors now. So basically they then just went back to the original vision of what it was. And he claims this is what the original thing was going to be, just not what Fox was trying to sell. Uh, So I- that explains a lot. It actually explains a crap ton. Yeah, it's super yeah. interesting. We so, might not have covered it if they had not released that horror version of the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But but I I think that this is actually pretty in line with many other movies that we've done in a similar kind of like young horror category, I feel like. No, it's you were like one Eric being able to think of his staff pick away from not having to do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fully like I just I was true. busy and was like, what about New Mutants? That's out. So let's do that. Yeah. That's fine. If we had caught Eric on like one of his rare clear headed days, I think we would have. <laughs> I know I would have had a better week. Guys, I have a plan. Yeah, I got you, Joe. Uh, speaking of. I think that's... Go ahead, ahead CC. No, I was just saying, I feel like that's what we get for trying to plan it on text message instead of yeah. in, a, in a verbal on like conversation. like sun, Sunday night, you mean? <laughs> on a Sunday, Sunday night, yeah. Sunday, yeah. Dude, I've been traveling. Sunday's not a great night for me in general. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of not having a clear head, Joe, please tell us what we are drinking tonight. Beer guts. Um, oof. Where, where do you go with this, right? There's a lot of a lot of things in this movie you could probably latch on to and, and pick a delicious beer. But I uh, I picked probably my favorite part of this whole movie. Um, and, you know, we'll get to it. I'm not going to explain too much. Uh, but it's, uh, it's a beer from the fine folks at uh, Tighthead Brewing. That's out here in Illinois. They're in Mundelein, um, which I challenge anyone who doesn't know that town to read the name and, and actually be able to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> I was going to accuse you of making that up, but no, 100 percent accurate. <laughs> uh, but I only know it from from living here. Uh, and the beer I picked from Tighthead Brewing is their Bears Choice, mm. uh, which is a delicious IPA I have had on a number of occasions, uh, including visiting the brewery. Um, it's interesting because it's it's kind of a straightforward IPA, although the the alcohol content is a, a pretty high on this, about 6.3 percent, which is up there for something that you don't usually, you know, consider like a double or, you know, like this is just kind of one of their, their standard beers. The interesting thing about this though, is they use like a handful of different types of malts. So you get that, you know, sort of a uh, pineapple citrusy, you know, hop flavor, but there's a lot of different like malt 
going on here. So that like backbone that I talk a lot about, John, there, there's definitely like a good balance between the hops and the malt. So it's very good. I mean, it's still an IPA, right? It's still like a ton of hops in your face and very hop forward as the, the kids like to say. Um, so very good. One of my favorites and, and tight head puts out really good beer. So definitely check them out. If you can get in the area, uh, they don't distribute super far, but you know, take a road trip. What else you got to do with your life? Um, tightheadbrewing.com is their website. And like I say, the, the brewery isn't too far from my house. So I, I've had the chance to go there a few times. They got like a great tap room and you can just kind of hang out and enjoy yourself. Kid friendly. If you want to play some board games with the youngsters, you <laughs> Joe, know, Joe, you've, uh, you fully vaxxed up yet. You getting ready to I, get back yeah, out I mean, there. Hot girl summer. Last, um, Friday, I actually got my second, uh, Moderna shot and, uh, proceeded to have one of the worst weekends of my life. Oof. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm there. I got my first I'm one. Done. I was the last Which one. Which one did you get? Oh, you got Pfizer, got right? The Pfizer, yeah. Got the I yeah. was surprised Eric was ready for the show because I was fully expecting him to basically oh, take a, a week. Little junky, a little junky yesterday, a little weird today. My arm hurts, but I'm fine. I've heard the second one's the one that really takes you down yeah. for the count. So the, second one one took, the second one took me out for a day, which is rare. Wait, did Good you luck. get Pfizer, Casey, or what did you get? Good luck, I had Casey. Pfizer. Because I've heard that, and this, Leslie had it too, and like just slept a lot, like super tired, yeah. but like not a ton of side effects. I literally was reading this as I was going through like the like thralls of a fever and God knows what else. Like Moderna, apparently they've reported the side effects are a lot like more flu like. So like Saturday fever, chills, like body aches, like super tired, but I couldn't sleep because of the body aches. Like I'll be honest, I expected it it even I expected even the administering of it to hurt more because flu shots, I feel like usually hurt like a bitch. But I was like, I was way bracing for way more than it was. And I was like, oh. That was fine. The second cool. one hurt a lot more. Like, I feel like the dose, like whatever it was, it was a different type of needle or whatever, but it definitely, the first one didn't bother me. The second one was like a punch in the arm and like, I'm still kind of sore from CC, it. CC, so. you're getting your second See, one tomorrow. See, I never had the pain. CC, you're getting your second one tomorrow? Yeah, I got, we get our second one tomorrow at lunch. So. Godspeed. <sighs> hopefully, hopefully. I didn't have any side effects the first time around, so let's hope the second I think time the important time. message here for the masses, John. BGH, Provax. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. Oh, no, I was I'm gonna... anti now. I would say don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, what was your joke? What was your joke, Joe, to the nurse that didn't go over? Oh, what, oh, I said, like, so can I take off my mask now? <laughs> it was just like deadpan nothing. Just like, mm. Here's the problem, that's Joe. True. I've known you for literal decades, and I still, to this day, have trouble <laughs> telling when you're joking, so I cannot imagine what just... Your average person walking around thinks of you. Well, I then realized, like I um, I got my shot at a, a Walgreens about forty minutes from our house, which, like, literally, when Trump won the the election, they went there because it was the closest place that was like super Trumpy. Um, so after I got my first shot, <laughs> you you had to like hang out for ten minutes to make sure that you didn't have any side effects. And literally, I saw two people walking around that Walgreens with no masks. So like after I made the joke, I realized like this poor person has probably had to deal with these fuck faces like every it's, day. Right, right. So. It's not. It's not. It's real to them, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had to hang out at CVS, sure, sure. which is how I'm now the proud owner of a CVS card. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing adults do. I'm told. Getting getting deals. Yeah, CVS is all, sign up for the all the same, right? Like they, it's weird. Like CVS always has like because they're carpeted. 
they always have that sevia smell, and I don't know how to describe it, but it's yeah, that's true. You, it's know, an what, aroma you know what it is, John? It. I'm I'm petrified of like saying yes to one of those cards and then sitting there and having to fill a thing out while everyone waits in line behind me. But now, that yeah, you, it's just like phone. This was brilliant, though. She yeah. flipped the screen around, was like, fill it out, and then she's then she opened up the register next to that, and then I didn't have to hold anybody up. I was like, oh, thank God. They're pros, dude. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They're pros. Very important no, Vax not. talk here in uh, BGH. There you go. If they were pros, they'd be working at Dwayne Reed or Walgreens. Right? <laughs> that also means they get to use twice the uh, receipt paper. I mean, Joe, Walgreens and CVS, it's, the same, exact, it's the same exact thing, Joe. Walgreens. No, CVS. no. CVS is definitely like where pharmacies go to die. Like, <laughs> uh, they're okay. depressing. Agree, agree, disagree. <laughs> I find them both equally amounts, equal amounts of depressing. Uh, was that it for the beer show? I'm sorry. I interrupted there with the, I think so. Yeah, I think I'm done. Awesome. Tightheadbrewing.com is their website. I think I I missed that. Love it. Get your shots. People wear your masks. Okay. It is time. Let's take a quick break and review the new mutants. This is it. Your big break in TV. Mr. John Schnars. Eric. Don't you think Maisie Williams should have been able to do a better Scottish accent considering she's British? <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I don't want to like, I don't want to like this movie. I don't want to draw ire here from people. Like I understand that Scotland and England are different things, right. but they're so close. Like it's from like where I'm sitting right now to Rhode Island, basically. Yes. Like, can you do a Rhode Island accent? Go ahead. Uh, no, well, but it's I very just, similar. I just want to say that most British people or most British actors, let me back up. Most British actors do a really good job at accents. So like when they don't nail it, it's really weird. Well, I'm going to be real with you. I thought she was being Irish until the Wikipedia told me she was being Scottish. That may just be my ear, though. That might be my ear, though, John. I don't know. Uh, Anyway. I don't think they ever say where she's from in the movie. Like, you could just be like, yeah, wherever she's from, like. That's right, right. Well, there's a lot in the wiki. You know what? She's, dude. This is for a different section. to comment on. Of the review. Like, that's the very least of my. Oh, 100%. I have no idea where she's from, but I assume she really was from Scotland. And I kept thinking, like, everybody else is so bad that I'm starting to think that hers is bad, (laughs) too. Well, John, you're (laughs) right, except I expect more from her because of where she's from, I guess, is why I started there. But we'll get to, listen, we're going to get to all of it, okay? (laughs) What about the the, the coal miner? He seems like a real redneck, so he should have been able to put No, he's British, too. Yeah, he's British. Oh, okay. That's although I will say, out of all of the like hillbilly ass, like his was hilarious. Like it wasn't that bad. Like (laughs) I've heard some real bad. Uh, Yo, I've heard some real, real bad Southern accents. So I'll take that one over some others. I will say he had a pretty good Kentucky accent. Yes, a very good Kentucky. I will say I have actually been learning to tell the difference, which I could. He sounded very. uh, What's that guy who's in Guardians of the Galaxy who played like Star Lord's like whatever the bald guy is in all those horror movies he was in like slither sean gunn no no i'm done with you guys he's in like all <laughs> oh, of michael like, rucker. Uh, J- james gunn's movies michael rucker there you go yeah like if i close my eyes i could have sworn that was uh michael rucker whatever his name is that's a kentucky about. accent though yeah john yeah. my point is that no, it doesn't it. matter. Mm-hmm. No. No. It doesn't matter what you, accent you have. You sound have. like you have boys in your closet. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what accent you have, John. Words are all the same. Uh, they are. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't they? think that's accurate. 
<laughs> we all say the same words. We just say them differently. I this know is, what our John John don't. understands where I'm going here. It's <laughs> well, maybe it should just be the two of you then. Yeah. Where John and I are touching tentacles right you're... now. Okay, you're uh, touching what right now? <laughs> tentacles. This is America. Mind melding. It's an ex- <laughs> This is my mutation that I can mind meld with Schnars. <laughs> oh, that's just how mutations work. So I'm learning so much. Um, John, this is way way off the rails. Please bring us the word of the day. Eric, today's word: transmogrify. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, transmogrify. It's a verb. Trans, T-R-A-N-S-M-O-G-R-I-F-Y, transmogrify. Uh, one definition, transform in a surprising or magical manner. Transmogrify. Uh, it, I thought, That's not terrible. Well, I thought, that, so it's a, this is a synonym for mutate, which is how I arrived at it. But, you know, it also fits <laughs> for a lot of the, like... Let's say a lot of the silly shit that happens in this movie. I really um, appreciate um, letting us in on the, you know, unveiling the, your your process. Yeah, the right process. <laughs> Listen, I I may have found this one about two minutes into the show. So um, you what, John? No, you <laughs> don't say. So the origin, though, this was amusing to me. It's so they listed as mid seventeenth century, which is like fairly specific, but then it just says of unknown origin. So. I don't know. Are you reading Wikipedia? Like where yeah, it's, I use Google define that define. And then the word that's my go-to <laughs> these days. So maybe it's from Maisie Williams, Scotland. <laughs> Honestly, it could have been. Uh, Every time you guys mention her name, I think of that Mazzy star who mm. sang that fade into you song. That yeah. song is a lot better than, than this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they, they got some good albums. The Mazzy star mm. recommend the, the whole oeuvre. Uh, Eric, would you like me to talk about the movie? I don't know if you're. I sure still, would. Uh, I was sorry. I was trying to transfer Joe's cameo for later. I sure would like you to talk about this. Movie, yeah. John. So, I mean, I don't know, Eric. It seems like you have done more background on the setup here. I, what I'll say is, the New Mutants. Uh, I believe the original debut is 1982. Yeah, that's right. 1982. That, yeah. uh, they are the first spinoff of the X Men. So the X Men had gotten super duper popular after launching, I believe, in the mid-70s, although there's some comic book fans who listen to the show who are going to be upset with me for not knowing this. Um, so the X-Men... Oh, no. gotten, <laughs> well, they had gotten... The X-Men had gotten really popular. They spin out um, the New Mutants, and they were, they were like the teen version of the Mutants. So... Uh, of the X-Men, rather. Um, so the original cast of the New Mutants... I just wanted to read this because... Let me... I'm just going to start in on critiquing the movie a little bit. And this is true of a lot of the X-Men movies. I get very annoyed when they ask you to, like, remember who all the characters are by giving you just their name. So it's like, Rain and, I don't know, Ilana or whatever. They, like, call them all by their name. But if you read the comics, if you're, like, familiar with the comic characters, you want to know what their character is, you know? In any event. So the the original cast of New Mutants, Cannonball, so that's Kentucky Boy, uh, karma. There's also they, a lot of in the Wikipedia explanation of what the powers actually are that is straight not in the movie. Like, yeah, yeah. it's a, they they changed them a little bit. But so of the original cast, there was one called Karma. She gets replaced by uh, Ilana, the the Russian one. Uh, her name's Magic. That's her mutant name. Can we Otherwise, talk about that? Her last name is Rasputin too. That like, yeah, yeah. 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 That's okay, um, though. 
She's Colossus's sister. Because yeah. comic books and subtlety. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Danny Moonstar, who is an original, that's Mirage is her name. Roberto, original, he's Sunspot. And then Rain, the Scottish werewolf woman. It's like, a, let's call it Eddie Monster from here on out, because that's basically <laughs> what the costume is. <laughs> well, the haircut they gave, it's like, they basically gave her the it's not great. haircut. Um, so yeah, I mean, this, this movie, it takes the characters and it kind of like mashes them up across time and space of the original kind of the way they were written into the comics. But the setup is that you've got these five characters. They're in this asylum out in the middle of nowhere, but it's not like, it's not, um, professor Xavier's school. It's like a rundown ass asylum that has like a bunch of technology in it. That's being run by one woman. Um, uh, the actress Alice Braga. Eric, you said this is so. I, so Ray. I looked it up and confirmed she is an existing character in the MCU. She was in Logan, but Logan's set in the future. This is what was so confusing to me. And there okay. are there are runs where she um like works with the X Men. So I don't wasn't it. Is the that, time frame of this movie is and it, they never really clarify either though. Yeah, that's no, true. Right? And I read like it sounded to me like she seems like a good quote unquote good character. So I was, it's a little interesting to see like kind of the deal with this movie where she is. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have time to get into like what the Essex corporation is and yada, yada, yada. But <laughs> that was the, also a thing mentioned in Logan in one other movie, according to the Wikipedia. So they, they set this up. You've got these five characters. They're, they're uh, new mutants, literally like they, so a lot of the mutation and Eric, I know you're excited to talk <laughs> about this. Stupid. It's not a big it, deal. It, it t- it takes place, and this is set up in the X Men universe, like in the previous X Men films and the Fox, you know, run. Um, it doesn't. It, you don't get your mutation until you hit puberty. So these are all like mm. folks who are right around, you know, that special time. Uh, and for some of them, their powers are like really strong, and some of them they're not. They it's all right have, like, on theme. Backstories. It's right on theme, John, for the Plug It Up podcast coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> how many let's see how many references <laughs> we can work into the show I, um but it's uh yeah and now, now you made me lose my train of thought no well they all have these backstories where it's like some of them like use their powers accidentally and hurt people and so now they've all been like brought here danny is essentially the main character she was living on an indian reservation a native american reservation excuse me and uh and basically there was an incident that we don't really know what the hell happened and but everyone died and now she's here. So that's the setup. Spooky things start happening that are pretty unexplained, although it is eventually revealed that Danny's power is like she she has psionic power. I believe that's the word they use, psionic. So and she manifests people's worst fears, but in real life, question mark. So that's the setup. That's where the spooky stuff comes in. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Cece, what'd you think of the new mutants? And are you, I mean, this is X-Men, right? Like how up are you on the X-Men series? Cause I guess this is more about X- the Fox X-Men really than it is like the Marvel universe at this point. Well, it's totally separate, right? Like well, right. Right. Well, this yeah. version of it. Yeah. Um, I will say that I used to be very into it. I, I still really love it. Um, obviously, I have a lot of other things that have been keeping me busy. So um, 
I'll say I was really excited when I saw the trailer. And now that we've discussed that the trailer is completely different than the movie, um, I'll say that the movie was not for me. It's not that it was bad. Um, it was just, I guess I'm too far removed from like everything that I was supposed to have already known or like if I had known would have made it a little better in terms of like knowing what was going on. And I mean, there's a, there's a basic enough plot that you can follow. And I mean, um, you know, if you have any sort of background with X-Men, you can kind of understand what's happening. Um, but yeah, I was, it was fine. I won't say that I was entertained because <laughs> I was, I think it was fine is a perfectly fair take for this movie. Uh, Jojo. Um, so my history with the X-Man, um, I think I, the X-Man, um, I saw the first one, which was what, like 2003 or something. Might've been like 2000. Yeah. Um, at a, a lovely theater in New Jersey, which is recently like, closed in past years. Um, it was right across from this like riverboat restaurant. It was like themed on the Hudson closed also. Um, and after I saw that movie, I said, this is something I never want to see again. And I, I have not. <laughs> Any feelings, <laughs> Joe, on the nineties after school cartoon, like afternoon, uh, like syndicated cartoon. Yeah. Like never got into it. I, yeah, yeah. Comic books have never really been my thing. I mean, uh, you and I because, are pretty of one mind yeah. on that for the most part. Yeah. And like, even like superhero movies aren't really like high on my list. And the ones that are like X-Men is probably like right below Howard, the duck or, you know, <laughs> anything else I can think of. Um, a lot of like it's it's like my so-called life, but with like superpowers. Um, and this movie just didn't didn't do it for me. I I completely agree with what Cece said, except for the part where she said it's not a bad movie because I think it is. Okay, um, maybe I should have. I mean, what I'm saying is, there's worse movies than this one, and I would rather well, sit sure, through I mean, this than like Annabelle again. So yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like I think Annabelle, you can at least like goof on, and there's like some jump scares. This was. <laughs> I, I mean, I said it over text, but I'm not really joking that much. Like, it's very much like Twilight, but with like some mutant powers. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. I be calling can, it Twilight's a little unfair. You can be on your phone while watching this movie, and you know, you're you're not lost or distracted. I, so. I, yeah, you say Twilight. I, I mean, listen, so, yeah, when you say Twilight, disclosure. it's like because there's teenagers and there's like some breathy romance kind of stuff. But I feel like calling anything Twilight is just like it's got to be real bad to be it's Twilight. Low. It's it's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I would watch Twilight, the first one again, before I would watch this. <laughs> Vampire baseball. Vampire that's a baseball. lot of fun. Like, <laughs> all if right, they had bold. some mutant baseball in this, maybe I would have been like, all right, well, I enjoyed that. But there was no baseball of any kind or sports in general. Um, bold there was like some swimming, maybe, which is like the most boring of all sports. Uh, so I don't, I don't know where we're going here, but I, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> Casey. I enjoyed this movie fine. It was not good movie, but it's a perfectly serviceable movie for me in that I sat down and watched it from beginning to end. I paid attention. I was kind of into it, but it didn't do anything to blow my mind. It's absolutely mediocre. I've been a big X-Men fan for a long time since a kid. I didn't read the New Mutants a lot, but I was aware of them and a lot of the characters and everything. So I didn't have a strong connection for that going into this movie. But it was fun seeing them try to do something different with the X-Men setup for a change instead of just the dudes running around with their underwear on the outside of their pants saving the city all the time. It was an interesting. It was interesting to see them take something different on that, whether it worked or not. Probably not 
the way they wanted it to. And it could have been scarier. I would say, too, though, like Eric had mentioned earlier, that this is like a good starter movie for just for some t- kind of thrillers and tension and stuff. And I think that's right. I mean, the plot on this is pretty see-through, pretty predictable. You can tell where it's going right away uh, as soon as they start dropping hints. And so I think for that purpose, it makes it an okay flick. As long as you're okay to um, have the conversation with however old your kid is about what a virgin is, because that... <laughs> At one point in the movie, she's like, virgin. It just reminded me, I mean, we can get into it, but like they're watching Buffy the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it made me think about Clueless and how they, like, that's a line in Clueless, like constantly used. And I was like, is that supposed to (laughs) Who can't drive. And I was like, are we supposed to be making that connection? She gets so upset. That is a good one. That was like a second order connection, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Okay. John. Um, so I agree with Casey in that it was at least like conceptually an interesting attempt to do something different in the superhero space. Um, and I think if you're going to try to bring the new mutants into some sort of, I don't know, cinematic universe, it's like, I don't, this was always the problem with the X-Men movies is like they're. And and now, uh, as a and as a side, I guess like it also it was such a strong highlight to like how fucking good Disney is at the like MCU Marvel stuff because this felt like it was just like so half baked in sort of those broader connections. Yeah, you know. Well, so and the so, ori- it apparently was initially after Disney bought it, there were plans to make it part of MCU, like Professor yeah. X. Well. The there problem were plans. Is they don't, they yeah. don't control all the rights, and so then they have to like. There were all, and there were also plans to have it part of the larger X Men universe, like like Professor yeah. X and some other of the mut- mutants, like actual. I think it is in, in like you can go read the plans for the MCU for the next like several cycles, and I do think it was meant to get brought X Men. Yes, yeah. not this. This was apparently mentioned at one point, and then yanked from like everything. So, but all these, I mean, so all right. Ultimately, where I land is with Joe. I think this movie is like pretty garbage and like, <laughs> I, like almost to the point of, uh, well, whatever we can get into. It. I mean, it's, it like may turn people off from comic book movies who like mm. would enjoy other comic book movies. That's like one problem I have with it. Um, it is funny watching it because, and look, like you mentioned, Eric, a lot of the production stuff, this thing had like a unique production hell kind of existence. Um, but it's amazing. Like you've got Maisie Williams, the guy from Stranger Things, Heaton, I think is his last name, something like that. Um, uh, the one who got it, arrested it, for all those drugs. Oh, did he? Is he like oh, a big? Oh, know. that's cool. I mean, I like him more now. Um, and then <laughs> and I, John, I Taylor Joy maybe wait like till you find out what kind of drugs, John. Oh, is it? They were I don't the, know. Not, I'm just saying. Cool ones. <laughs> like, he was There's a line. He was hoarding vaccines. It's a It's got a blood clot. But like uh, Anya Taylor Joy <laughs> is having like a huge moment because yeah. of the Queen's Gambit, and she and would like, have shot she, this you know. presumably before she blew up like that they, too. They shot it like four During years split ago, time as you or mentioned. something. Yeah, I had no idea she was Russian. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Joe's best comment about over email was just that her accent in this movie made him feel better about his Yuri accent he's been doing all these years. <laughs> yeah, no, but, like honestly, like I feel less offensive about like not just the Russian, but like every accent I've ever done. <laughs> 
No, but what's funny is that the two main characters are Danny, who's the the Cheyenne woman. I don't know if she's actually Native American or not. Um, Blue she Hunt is. is her name. Okay, yeah, so I mean, thank God because that that would have been, been a problem. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I assumed, but um, but they make her the main character, sort of alongside Maisie Williams. She's the least famous. Per, I mean, she's one of the lesser famous people in the movie. Um, I don't know. So it's it's just weird. Like the whole thing is super weird. It's setting it up as a horror movie was not a great idea if it's not going to deliver on that. And I feel like it just doesn't. It never really got there. It's pretty wild, and it, it does feel a little half underbaked, John. Kind of to your point. I mean, it would have been fascinating to see like if Disney had not stepped in and they had just gone ahead with reshoots and tried to make it more horror, like even if it still would have been a hot mess, like where would that have gone? That could have been really fascinating. Oh, I would have been more interested. But I think I, what I realized in that, like sitting in and watch this is that pretty much all my hype came from that first. I had no idea. It blew my mind when I read that trailer came out in 2017. So that means for like three, four years, I've been way like sitting and being like, Oh yeah, that new means trailer is pretty cool. That seems cool. Like we want to talk about time dilation. Holy crap. Schnars. But like, I think it it became apparent to me pretty quickly sitting down and watching it that that wasn't what this was. So I was able to kind of reorient myself, which I think helped with my enjoyment. And then, and then I started thinking about the starter horror thing because it really is just, it's got all the tropes. It has scares, sort of. It has these like kind of sequences where they're being confronted with their fears, which actually it is weirdly it-like considering the influence that that movie had on this. But yeah. presumably that happened after it was written. Um. I like the atmosphere. I like the effects. Like I enjoy some, uh, the little tiny dragon, little tiny dragon. Yeah, was pretty cool. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you that. The little, little dragon was, <laughs> that enjoyable. was pretty dope. Um, there is just some, as we've already covered ad nauseum, heinous accent work in this movie across the board. Everyone is bad. I will, I will defer to CC on this one guy's Southern accent, but it just, it felt so weird to me while I was watching it. I mean, um, I'm not saying that like it was amazing, but I'll take that over some other. Yeah. Yeah. Efforts. It's just super interesting. I do. I do. I have read, you know, I don't mind the YA stuff. Like obviously it's not aimed at us, but like, I know this film's getting a lot of praise for the kind of the relationship between the main character and Maisie Williams. Mm-hmm. Obviously like, that's true bring some representation there. And it's pretty sweet. Like mm-hmm. just kind of the way, the way they do all that stuff. I do think like your general X-Men um, affinity will probably weigh heavily here. Like if you're way into X-Men, you may be more willing to kind of roll with this for me. It's like, I'm, I've always kind of been a little arm's length with it, but I've loved, I love the new class a lot like that whole or not the new was it the new class that's the one that yeah was set it in was the called 60s. The new, there is one called the new like class that whole kind of strain like the, the more recent ones i've enjoyed a lot i do there's just like an inherent silliness for the x-men to me that i have a little bit of a difficult time getting over and that kind of leads into my like thing about the mutation thing it's silly it's not it's it's i'm half serious but it's like some comic book writer and when did they when did they create the x-men like was the, it the 70s 70s, 70s. Like, yeah. right like yeah. took a science word like mutation and like that was probably like in vogue at the time and then created this whole series around it now we have such an understanding of like dna and like what mutations actually are but it's like it's just so silly right like the idea of a mutation in this series it's like you're either um, Maisie Williams, who just looks like Eddie Munster and has bad 
um spirit halloween like nails on she or turn into a wolf or you're yeah but it's like a, it's just like the cheesiest ass wolf Actually, ever she only turns into a wolf like you all well, you see her she gets frozen around. half transformation yeah, yeah. yeah there's not a lot of or, i thought at one point she was like getting that like rat hair like yeah, the yeah. uh the maid did in like, the witches <laughs> or you're on a taylor joy who john i would love to know the pers- the specific gene that gives you metal arm slash sword. Like well, I would love to a, know what Yeah, that she's is. a mystic. Her and name's then, Magic. But then we go the all the comic. way to like this character, this main character who her quote unquote mutation is being able to manifest so like other people's fears. Yeah, yeah. So I get that there's like it's magic fantasy kind of thing. I'm not being an asshole, John. It's just like there's you know, a I, this is all fair. Yeah, I can be that's, an asshole. That's kind of I'm not shit, trying right? to be like, one I mean, right now. What I'm saying is that like there is just like and Joe and I are not comic book fans, so that's in the mix here. Yeah. There is an inherent silliness to X Men that I find you gotta, you have to do this really well to get me to get over that. And that's what I feel like a movie like First Class did. I also my obsession with the Fastbender, well documented. So I was pretty, you know, and McAvoy. No, I'm I'm way into McAvoy too. So I, they I had, think your your point though, like <laughs> X Men works better in comics than on film. Except for Wolverine. Wolverine, like I put Dude, that because I saw Logan. Logan's like fucking, one of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. It's, Logan it's is an incredible. excellent, excellent exactly. movie. But that's also think, because they, only be, really they pare it down and it's really a microcosm about this one character. Yeah. And I think like that, the small story aspect of this in some ways is what works the best. I, or at least like what has the most potential. So, so really quick though, I'm just saying, despite yeah. all of that stuff, my issue with the X-Men, I kind of enjoy it. Like I could see this coming on cable and just leaving it on. And that's more of a compliment than I would give a lot of movies that we watched in the last year or so, you know, well, it's like Joe wants to leave twilight on every time he sees it. You know what? Yeah. I thought this, end I, fight- I would hundred percent leave twilight like this. I would feel like I don't want HBO thinking that this is a thing people want to watch. Like I want to make sure this is not, I really enjoyed this end place. fight. I loved the, the weird dinosaur or the weird dragon thing. I liked the insane bear demon. To your point, John, like I think that maybe that would have been served better to go a little more into the character and the power stuff. Like I'm reading the Wikipedia, and whoever wrote that Wikipedia is 100% filling in details from the screenplay that are straight up not in yeah. the movie. And I was like, well, it would have been cool to like get a just like a little bit more of that context. They there. edited the shit out of this movie because it's a, it's almost like an exactly 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you like, can't see like cameras or boom mics or anything, John. Like they, <laughs> they obviously do. No, it's like, it's 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 short though. No, it. But it it felt this was I guess by way of criticism, it felt longer than that to me. Like that's. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, but but uh. So I guess three what hours I'm saying in, is like, I was only ten minutes in. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a two hour cut where there's like more of the character stuff, and the studio is just like, no, this. Well, is not because what it does is. weirdly have the that's structure. A hate crime, if that exists. You know yeah. what though, John? It weirdly has a structure of a horror movie. Like that's yeah, kind of the thing. If you go and expecting kind of a superhero thing, you don't get that really until the last ten minutes. No, most of the movie is like these characters being confronted by their fears. And those vignettes are—it's that's kind of the structure well, of the they, whole movie. And they don't yeah. reveal what their superpowers are. This was all the yeah. stuff that was like kind of frustrating me a little bit because I'm like, uh, I thought these were the fucking New Mutants. No, Eric. Like the point on it being a small movie is something I wanted to talk about because I sort of agree. I think it obviously it helps from a budget standpoint. It helps from like a screenwriting standpoint. You're not introducing like shitloads of characters. There's literally six characters in the whole movie. Um, it it lowers the stakes in a way that I think doesn't help. Like it makes the movie feel small. Um, and the superhero stuff, the problem with that is when it feels small, like 
they're so fucking strong. Like they can do anything. So it's like, yeah. what you're like, what, you know, what's the point here? Like they could all kill yeah. each other at any moment or they could all save each other. You know, it's like, it it's, just felt, and part of it is they don't know how to use their powers. So like, there's a little bit of that, but it's not I mean, it well feels executed. Like, it, but if is, Marvel yeah, had is that, this. Is that much different than an actual X-Men spinoff though? But I think the problem. No, but I think it's why X Men doesn't work that well, like compared to Avengers. If That's Marvel like the did this, point. if Marvel yeah. John, are did you this, flirting with me? What is happening? If here? Marvel did this from the beginning, though, they would have just made it a, something like WandaVision. They would have made it a limited series where they could yeah. each episode like dig into a character. Yeah. Well, I think I that's mean, what that's what bothered me the most. Like, I just would have. I mean, I understand that. Like, you having some backstory already would have, you know, would have back history would have already helped. But like, even with the, the two main or, you know, the, the main love interest, like at least give me more of that. If like, a, you know, to root for, like I, I was super excited about it, but then it's like, you only get maybe a handful of moments where they're even really talking to just each other. So yeah. it's all very like splicey and there's just, it's really hard to like, I don't know, dig into anywhere. Yeah. It was one of those moments where it was like, Oh, that's sweet. And then you never really yeah. see it again. <laughs> You're like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just address for a second? The fact that these are like teenagers. I think when they made the movie, there are several shower scenes where it's like, yeah, dude, what there's, are we doing bro, there's <laughs> the, the one there's like full side boob. I, I mean, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I mean, not, <laughs> I mean, the pretty more than I would have, felt comfortable seeing from that well, character who appears like, to be like 16 years old. Yeah, Don't they say she's 16? So, but like she's uh, there's a comment in the comics. No, in yeah. the, the movie, I think they, I think Anna Taylor joy at one point says something about her being 16. Cause she's yeah. like, you're 16. You haven't figured your power out yet. And there's like, like I said, there's multiple shower scenes of Maisie Williams. And then, uh, what, blue, blue. What's her last name? Hunt. I forget. Blue yeah. Hunt. Blue Hunt. yeah. <laughs> but like in comment to Schnarz's, uh, what he was talking about with this being the smaller movie and stuff. I think it's interesting because, well, one, this isn't a Marvel, uh, Marvel movie, essentially. It's something that came over through Fox. So it wasn't created by them and whatnot, but like if, and the, with the fact that this has been delayed since 2017, I think you can also extrapolate some seeing what Marvel's doing now, like with WandaVision and Falcon and the winter soldier. This, I could see this as an early attempt in that smaller format to try and find a way to do more, introduce more characters without having to do the whole Avengers thing where they've now mastered that with WandaVision doing a season. Say, here you go. Cause now we're ready for Wanda to show up in anything as a major character. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what they were attempting. And I mean, I'm with you. Like I would have loved to have seen more. Like, I mean, we get some of the like group therapy sessions and it's like, I don't, they a don't talk about anything there. So it's like, what, yeah. why are we even here? Like, why are we wasting the film to be in here? The times that we see, um, the guy like practicing his power, like, why aren't we seeing more of that? Like we have Sunspot who never like is spent washing the dishes the majority of the time, which is like a weird Love thing. Like, yeah. like I, I don't really understand like why that was such an important, like I thought that that character. one dishwashing scene where he blasts the thing behind him was going to be, um, 
like the only time he uses powers until right then. yeah which in, but like when we get to the pool scene i'm like okay like so i understand why you don't want to use your power that's great like i need more of that or more of somebody like trying to work on their powers whereas we don't get any of that we just get like these weird which i mean makes sense as to why like they're trying to make it more of a horror movie of like you don't really understand what's going on and like are they locked more in there mystery, are they prisoners yeah. like yeah but it's really I was going to say that's really kind of the whole movie too. And I think it's a result of the editing because you see Mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff. They'll set up something big and they're hitting towards stuff like with those group therapy scenes and stuff. And they all got some heartbreaking story to it, but you get it in a one line drop. Somebody reacts and they move on. So there's really no weight to it whatsoever. Yeah. The, um, like the, I, maybe I missed it. That happens sometimes, John, but the, uh, the Slenderman, in this movie, yes. mm-hmm. like that, oh, I yeah. guess, according what to the Wikipedia, they're like a representation from one of the characters of like sexual assault that happened in her past. And it's like, I, yeah. that was on the Wikipedia for the movie. And I'm like, I'm called bullshit on that. Cause so, I don't remember that from the I movie. Mean, I mean, under- I, I could have interpreted that. I mean, she's a little girl who's like, she's when Ilya, um, Ilya's like, no, like leave her alone. Like I totally understand. I, I got that. Like that was probably what was happening. It was weird to me that like, they were watching Buffy and these Slendermen were like a pretty much ripoff from the silent episode of Buffy where they got like where everybody in the town goes silent. Like they look just like that, except they have a smiley face mask. Was on. that the episode that they showed later on the TV? Maybe. I thought, I thought maybe so, I mean, I think like, it was. They dressed like extras from Saturday Night Fever in that episode. Dude, like, it's like Slenderman, but they switched, they straight up, and maybe that's something to do with the origin that they just don't tell us, but they straight up have like 70s style like dress shirts on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if she was like in Russia or wherever, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Well, like there was just so much that you had to like left. stretch to be like, well, is this supposed to be making sense? It's, or? it's all that backstory stuff. I think so. The bear story, the, the, the bear, like the big, psychic bear Mm -hmm. that is from the comics that's like apparently there was a run where they like did this whole backstory for the character and and that bear thing comes up all the other characters backstories i assume are just like invented for the movie because like colossus and his sister were not like at least from what i remember were never like abused as children in russia i don't know like yeah that's like they didn't very... really mention that connection well cuz it made it like, seem like yeah. that she like that she was being like tested or like like you know um like medically tested on or something because of yeah. her powers and then like whatever else happened i will say that for um for uh what is blue Danny, is that her name? Danny, Danny yeah, yeah. Means, Danny, um, Danny's character. Like, I appreciated the way that, like, it was a little too circular and heavy-handed there at the end. But like, I appreciated the like effort we get into her backstory. Yeah. But like, if if that's where if we're gonna use her backstory to introduce her power because they're so connected, then like, you know, maybe we should have had a group therapy session of like well this is what i'm scared of and then we understand oh i get what's happening here a little bit better instead of being like someone just yelling it's her fault well okay yeah we get it it happened when she showed up but like it was a little too like carrie-esque where it was just like yelling and throwing shit at another (laughs) character (laughs) for this place being like a facility that they were telling them that they were there to help them they showed her psionic energy alarm going off a lot and Dr. Reyes didn't do shit. Yeah, she just kept <laughs> looking at her and I was like, I we well, doing something? This was also like 
the one of the best, you know, uh, fake technology in a movie. Like when she gets the email and it's like, oh my god, the results have been, have been you know, it's like people beep, and it, type in your code. Well, and how about like when it's like downloading results and it like takes it like a full like thirty seconds. Casey like it's some just reminded me. Okay, the doctor's name is Doctor Reyes, but because it's an R into an R, it constantly sounds like they're saying Doctor Aes. And I just kept thinking about Planet of the Apes. Yeah, the Dr. Whole Zayas, time. Dr. Zayas. Yeah. That had to have been like I, maybe. I mean, right? I don't know. well, could have. Well, no, this. I, I mean, this is a character from the comic book, so. Oh, true. I hated the f- scene where she was like, and I mean, not to like project a bunch of you know like Do political. Uh, the fuck out of this. A political, a lot of political uh, feeling onto it, but I just felt that. The scene of Dr. Reyes and Danny where, like, she has been told to, like, handle Danny because she's, a um, like, a threat. Yes. Uh, I was like, mm, I don't know that we really should have compared, especially somebody, like, especially someone from an indigenous group to a dog that you're putting down. And, yeah. like, I don't know. It, it just got, it got really weird. And I was just like. There was like weird references to like, well, my parents were vets and like yeah. while she was working, I'm like, what, how does that relate to what's happening here? Like, uh, you, oh, this you, is because about sometimes you come across that animal you just have to put down, right? Which like I get, like I got where they were going, but I was like, did that yeah, it felt real weird. be like, mm, this is maybe a little <laughs> poor taste. And I'm just like, it just seemed like for the lack of like, how much emphasis we get in a lot of other dialogue through this movie that the one time we do get a lot of like layered, like, Oh, well, my parents were vets and you know, they tried to save our, our animal, but they were, it was rabid. And, and I'm just like, why are we getting this whole like soliloquy about you putting down this dog and you right. this woman, I mean like this, this preteen girl to a dog. And then everything else is just like, <laughs> meh. You, but you not, to mention, it out. not to <laughs> mention the fact that <laughs> yeah, thought, from what we've seen that Dr. Reyes, the only message she got was that fax that came up on the big screen <laughs> about, you know, more study needed, powers yeah. unknown, highly dangerous, suggested to terminate. So instead of being a good evil doctor and tricking her in there, well, she did that part fine, got her into the lab. Yeah. She should have walked up and stuck her, not... Give right. her a speech. You gotta <laughs> do the monologue. You gotta do the monologue. That's true. But, but it was still. so like, if like I don't know, like you could have just it could have been a better plot device, and instead it just felt really like like it felt like they were trying to be like, oh, I'm so clever. This is great. Like this is a great like you know analogy for the whole movie, and you're like. Eh. Little, and they could have done anything there because Dr. Reyes is telling her, we don't know what your power is. Right. But then she's given a monologue. So that girl could have done anything like exactly. on that table. To little, but that's li- a perfect point too, because this whole time she, if she's supposed to be scared and that's like her, her energy is projecting everybody else's fears. Like why weren't, I mean, was it because the doctor could like set up force fields? I don't understand. Maybe the doctors, maybe the doctors. Like, There's a lot of, Maybe the doctor's Bot. biggest fear was that Eddie Monster was hiding in the rafters above her. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> Would have been a say, good fear like, Yeah. As terrible as this movie was, the fact that it brought fired up CC makes me so happy. Like <laughs> I know. this is <laughs> Look I'm out. I'm so mean, happy right listen, now. Like it's not like 
I almost needed a glass of wine before this. If I didn't have to write a paper after this, I'd have been like, I am three I'd beers deep. Like. This again. <laughs> you know, the one thing I did think was good about this movie, their practical effects team, because like the wounds on Dr. Zayas and a couple of the other bloody scenes, like when they branded the uh, rain, yeah, that they was did really good with those effects. Yeah. That's the one thing I considered good. <laughs> well, and I thought Sunspot was pretty, you know, like, yeah, the CGI wasn't bad. None yeah. of that is stupid. No. Although the the smiley guys, like that yeah. was pretty fucking I'm shitty. Like, like <laughs> it yeah. made me think of Blink One Eighty Two. It felt very like we didn't have enough time to fully render right? these. Like, like yeah. Disney was knocking on the door, and we had to hand this yeah, over. Just smooth his face out. How do you have those tall, lanky, uh, smiley face guys and not hire Here, Doug Bradley? My kid drew this. Can you just do this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Or should we wrap it up here? Don't watch this movie. <laughs> Would yeah. you, John? Anything else? No. I just wanted to talk about my DNA thing, which I got to. So we're, I'm good. You're good. You really trapped. <laughs> I'm all set. All right, John. Uh, would you recommend? No. Joe. No. Casey. I would say if you find it on cable. Cece. No. <laughs> yeah, this to me is like the quintessential. I'm hungover on a Sunday and I don't yeah. want to move and it's on cable. And like, maybe I'm playing switch at the same time. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like if I walked into a target and they had this playing on the TVs as like a demo, like I would feel a need to change it. Like just to make sure this doesn't happen to people. That's very <laughs> interesting to me lately, Joe, the movies that make you this angry and the ones that don't. Cause I don't, I don't, it's I don't not, get it's it. Just, uh, yeah. You know what it is? Like, you and I don't like comic books and like this, at least like I watch like the Avengers and it's like fun. I don't really yeah. get what's going on, but it's like fun. Like this is like a comic book movie with like zero fun. So like, what, what am I here for? Like, <laughs> Joe, zero fun or zero terror. Like there was literally yeah. nothing. Joe, do you remember the yeah. beginning of quarantine when you and I made the slack pledge that we were going to watch all of the Marvel movies? Cause we haven't seen like almost any of them. And I, yeah, made I it, kept up with it, buddy. No, I, I kept going. I made it one and a half Avengers movies in and was like, I can't do this. This no, no, oh, I, yeah, I listen, watched the listen, Avengers. The only one you need to watch is Thor Ragnarok. No, I need Thor, to. I need to. So I, this is what I did. Great. I watched the like, first Avengers. Yeah. I watched the first Avengers. It was fine. I watched um then I went to Iron Man 2 because in the continuity, I was told like that was next. Or Iron Man 3, I think. It's those yeah, don't it's bother bad. with that stuff. I couldn't. Ah. Iron Man 3 is pretty oh. bad. Skip all that the shit. Avengers Listen. were a lot of fun. The <laughs> Thor movies were fun. Yeah, I don't think I really yeah. care about the Avengers. I do kind of want to see anything uh, with my boy Baby Schnars in it. So um, Winter Soldier is, is solid. That's a good watch. Yeah, I need yeah, to see those. See I yeah. can't get into because like they're more like serious and like yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. Thor no, Ragnarok well, the, to me is like Deadpool, but like without the like. Well, it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Uh, we actually Kiki, saw that on the Disney Cruise. Like Ooh, that's fun. Like yeah. So you were it was so you were lit too. Ragnarok is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like they have like a full on like 3D theater on the boat. So like. Leslie and I got to like go see a movie by ourselves and like we were like half in the tank and like love it watching this. We were having a blast. It's a lot of fun. Those uh Guardians of the Galaxy movies are good too, except for that uh that fuck face, uh yeah. weird Jesus guy. I was gonna say, except for the one of the main I think that's his, yeah, I think that's his guy, name, actually, but... Joe. All right, guys. Uh I'm gonna say 
Oh, I did. I did say already. Sure. On cable. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick. I think it goes without saying if we're talking about other movies. Then yeah, it's exactly Listen, that memorable. We covered my memory issues last week. Cece. Okay. All right. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail. He jumped. I was like, it's okay, honey. You'll be all right. I'm just on the edge the whole time. Being able to scream in the theater, it's fun. The best scary movie since The Sixth Sense. You'll have a spooky good time. The scariest movie I've ever seen. The Ring, ready PG-13. Now playing. I'm Ray Wise from Twin Peaks, and you are listening to Bloody Good Horror. Send feedback to info at bloodygoodhorror.com or on Twitter using hashtag AskPGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloody good horror. Josh Nars. Yeah. Next week, right here in Bloody Good Horror, the debut of the trailer for Caitlin's podcast. Plug it up. Plug it up, John. It's about the monstrous menstruation trope in horror, which there is a mention of in this movie. That's why I brought it up earlier. Literally, the Anna Taylor Joy character is like, "You're 16. You don't know your power yet." She's she's like, uh, "Shouldn't you've gotten your mutant period by now?" She straight up says that in this movie. Uh, she said mutant oh, period. She did. Okay. Yeah. What um, is a mutant period? <laughs> a regular period. <laughs> so, John, that trailer is going to come next week, and by that point, we should have a place where you can go subscribe That's and check that out. Caitlin's new podcast coming soon. Um, is that for for patrons, or is that like no? That's going to be web or what? World Wide Web, Joe. Mm-hmm. Available oh, for all. CC, you just did an episode with her. I did. We talked about the bitch. The bitch. Bitch. Love it. Uh, starring Anya Taylor Joy. Yep. That was that was her breakout. It was. Put her on the map. Talking about periods, every movie she's in. Oh. I'd like to be on the Diva Cup episode where that gets discussed. I <laughs> questions. I have questions and um, <laughs> and thoughts. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com if you want to send Joe any Diva Cup thoughts. It's also where you can send yeah. email. We got an email from. Andy, who runs bloodygoodhorror.com, he's just checking in with an update on the website. He says, Sophie and Andy are checking out, I like how he refers to himself in the third person, the Kansas City-based Panic Film Fest. People can check out their lineup and join the fest second weekend by visiting panicfilmfest.com. I believe that was the one, too, that um, the proceeds go to Sophie's local uh, little indie theater there in Kansas City. So check that out. All right. Sophie, direct. John, um, my my thoughts on Godzilla versus Kong seem to really anger a longtime BGH fan who wrote us in. I don't know why your thoughts was. I'm struggling to remember. I can't wait yeah, to hear what I'm, you I'm said. Fairly excited. Here's about the thing: this. I feel like a lot of these things are things that other some other people agreed with me on, but it may have just been my 
fervence with which I was expressing mm. them, John. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is from Chris. Chris is a long time, long time. He says, my blood boiled listening to the crews, but mainly Eric's criticisms of Godzilla versus Kong. I'm really trying to appreciate the Eric character as an, as antagonistic therapy for my personal development of patience, <laughs> resilience, maturity, Did and I forgiveness, uh, <laughs> quote unquote, <laughs> serenity. Now, if I was from the South, I'd say, bless your heart and move on. But since, <laughs> but since I feel this happens too often and I've resisted the urge to respond countless times before, and I really love Godzilla in brief, the majority of the so-called plot hole criticisms were answered in the movie, and that's just from my memory after one viewing. Please believe me, or maybe watch again. I'm not going to watch it again, my dude. Because if no. you ask There's for no proof, way that the sun underground no. was answered, or in the, movie. the skull they find, like whatever, whatever, it's fine. It's fine. Let me finish. <laughs> uh, because if if you ask for proof, I will feel compelled to do a thorough debunking of your assertions, and ain't nobody got time for that. I grant you, there's a lot that goes by quickly and can be easily missed as observed on a second viewing, so I don't blame you for having questions. However, just because you don't have the an- train, just because you don't have the answers to those questions does don't not mean it. does not <laughs> does not mean the answers don't Drops exist. Drops Jupiter in his hand, <laughs> and is not grounds for reflexively attacking the movie. Just because something doesn't make sense to you doesn't automatically mean it doesn't make sense. And I feel like I'm being gaslit right now, Joe. And I agree to disagree. <laughs> And this impulse to snap judgment is getting in the way of objective movie discussion. I know we're all doing the best we can, and I genuinely love each and every one of the crew. Thank you all for the podcast. And best agree to disagree on that one too, Chris. Best wishes <laughs> on a safe and speedy return to the theaters. Your faithful listener for 13 years, Chris and Madison. P.S. Friendly reminder that in addition to paying attention, suspension of disbelief is still a useful skill in enjoying monster movies. I, I just have two things Did to I, say in response to this, John, and then I'll let Joe say whatever's cooking in his brain right now because I can see. No, it. I mine was real. I think I may have met Chris um, at a at a concert Maybe. in in Illinois at one point. Oh but, yeah, I mean it's possible he, he if he's in Madison, it's possible we we met him at a meeting. Yeah. or yeah, I mean the name I definitely know the name. I do not want Chris to write me his uh, rebuttal, not because I don't want to be rebutted, but because he sounds like I made him. I, I don't want him to sit in that place of anger, John. I don't think anger is good. I think he should. No, it's not healthy. It. The only thing in this email that I'm going to actively refute is the idea, John, that objective criticism of film is a thing that exists. It's tough. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean. Mm. We follow certain I, yeah, movie see, see, critics is, as the academic. Listen, here, we right? follow. Say, this is what I would say. We follow certain. I'm probably leaning towards. I mean, you've got to. You come to it with your own bias. So that's what I'm saying. We follow ever objective. So I'm yeah. just saying. I'm, I'm Thank agreeing. you. Thank you. I Please couldn't tell. Note, I'm agreeing with. I couldn't Eric tell here. where that was going. I'm sorry. Yeah. You sounded I mean, real fired Chris, up. You're so mad about the mutants. Like I just didn't. I didn't know where that was going. I'll say, I mean, we all enjoyed the movie. We all recommended Dude, it. So did I. Just because we pointed out some some issues with it doesn't mean that uh, that we disliked it. It just means that, you know, we have questions, Chris. And, <laughs> you know, if, if, if you just want to follow blindly, that's how 2016 happened. So I think <laughs> in this day and age, we need to expect more and, and ask questions, uh... Chris. And I think... You need to also. Listen, I suspended plenty of disbelief. In the, number, yeah. the number one mistake is taking any of my movie opinions seriously, John. I'm mostly here to entertain. So, also fair. We love you, Chris. I hope I mean, you. Uh, I hope. I hope you cleansed your soul by writing that email. We appreciate you. 
as it was. Yeah, even if we all like the movie, we always still have to have that objective conversation, though, because otherwise the show turns into that Chris Farley skit. The one day you remember that time you were in that one movie? (laughs) That was cool. Exactly. The one, the one. DC and Eric recommended this shitty movie we just watched. Like, look at that. The one thing I would like him to explain for my own amusement is how they stared at each other through a 10,000 mile long hole. I just want to did y'all discuss that because I I want to know like I loved the movie I thought it was super fun but I didn't understand how humans had to take a spaceship but then Godzilla could just <laughs> he just jumps well he just blew <laughs> yeah. a hole through Earth and <laughs> yeah. I was like well why didn't we have him do that from the beginning and then just like rappel down Cece they looked at each other through the hole after that they like they like gave each other the stink eye through they're the like hole. titans I get that part I mean um, <laughs> King Kong didn't need a spaceship to go in there I get it I have a I have a suspension of disbelief but I'm just like look Ow. when you got fuck eyes for somebody you can stare across the bar <laughs> yeah, you can stare through the earth Eric that was their mutation Here, okay. I wasn't going to do this John I'm doing my problem is that a lot of these specific <laughs> things I pointed out in my opinion are sc- sort of like screenwriting corners cut allowing them to just get to set pieces quicker and like get to where they're trying to go quicker instead of like putting a little more time into like make us get actually work to get from point A to point B. That's where well, that train ticket, starts it's a 10,000 mile train the, uh, ticket to the, the center of the earth is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> making the studio. Listen, I will is, even is buy, big corner. <laughs> I will even buy Godzilla somehow blasting down to the center of the earth. If they right. don't lock eyes through the hole that's 10, yeah. that they tell wow. me is 10,000 miles long. Well, he Maybe there's a lot of carrots on Skull breath. Island. They could they got good eyesight. <laughs> he's a, he's yeah. on his uh, beta carotene game. Is that what you're saying? He's just got like, yeah. Look, you don't know what distance isn't going to stop you. <laughs> distance isn't going to stop you. You want to exchange some fuck faces, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole movie is it's a really good uh, you know ad for proper of, eye care. A lot of foreplay, <laughs> a lot of build up. Yeah. Anyway, I wasn't going to do that, and then I did it. So here we are. That's it. Uh, that's it for emails, Joe. I'm gonna pull this cameo, but why don't we do it after Twitter? Why don't we Twitter first? All right. Godzilla versus Kong two full release. Uh, <laughs> we are on Twitter at BG Horror. Uh, you can use the hashtag AskBGH to send in a question or comment, or you know, hey, just get to know us. Uh, first up from our buddy Attorney at Space. That's uh, that's Adam. Uh, what and I like this because usually we get the the opposite of this. What would be the worst mutant power to have? Like I mean, I think the flatulence, Eddie Monster disease. I don't know. It's not, there's not much to. Yeah, it. I think like the power just to make like some hair grow on the back of your neck. <laughs> like that's what's the use of that? That's uh, the one thing I loved about like uh, with Mystery Men and stuff like that. And there was, yeah. and I think it was Doctor Horrible's sing along blog where uh, Howard Wallowitz from Big Bang. His power was he could he was moist. Yeah, he could sweat. Isn't it Rogue? Isn't Rogue the one that like can't touch people? She's got like wear the gloves or whatever. That seems like a bummer. Mm. I was about to say that one. She's like super. She's got like she can fly. Like she can. Well, because she can absorb everybody else's power. How do you how do you uh, rub one out, John? Double. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying I would want it. I'm sure you can touch yourself. Stick or something. Can you? I don't know. Gambit. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's hear more about John's stick theory. (laughs) (laughs) I meant if you're rogue, not me. You know, one stick, or you like bend the stick. (laughs) It's like an Evil Dead situation. 
<laughs> is that part of the superpower that you Look, can fit the stick to the appropriate shape? As much as I probably <laughs> should have. <laughs> Let's step back, John. What was sex ed like in Pennsylvania? <laughs> I mean, that is Amish oh, country, John. Let's be fair. Into? I was thinking she needed something. How do you have power? Like, kids? It's, it's got to be, you know. Like, uh, oh, God. Oh, I am God. sure. Every week. I, I am sure there's a lot of fan fiction out there that covers this exact topic. Yeah. Oh, God, so. God bless your wife, John. <laughs> uh, next up. Uh, from my number one fan, <laughs> Deus Ex Manity. Uh, that's my good friend Renee, uh, and she's got one of those little um, like what are they above the E where it's like a, it's not an umlaut, but it's like a little like slash. Accent, I don't know what they call that. Accent mark. Yeah, an accent. Yeah, maybe. Uh, which X Man? <laughs> um, I like that she called it X Man, not X Men. Uh, X Man uh, ability would be most useful if you uh, in your current day-to-day life. I think traveling by portal would be great for the commute to work. Does it have to be one of the new mutants? Oh, so to say anything. I no, I think anything. Just pick anything. I mean, I'd oh. like to be Cyclops so I could vaporize people who don't wear masks in public. Mm. Which would be half I the know. town. I, 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 I agree with <laughs> Renee. Like, I think the whole like transporting and being like, if I could get to work, like, yeah, one of the in, flying in, ones, maybe no. flying would be cool. Yeah. I feel so. This is one of my other complaints about the X Men in general. It's like the limits of the mutant powers are just never super clear. Yeah. So like Jean Grey, uh, John, can kind of just like do whatever she wants. Like it's like infinity power. John, it's you DNA. Know? Okay, it's mutation. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, why don't we have an X Men that's like Doctor Manhattan? Like I need to be able to like replicate myself. Mm-hmm. There are some. And there dong, are some. Okay. Dong. Like. <laughs> Yeah, there are. Didn't Doctor Manhattan have dong? Yeah, 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 yes, 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 Joe. He was naked. He was was just wanted. I don't need multiple dongs. Okay, that's what got me here. I have a baby already. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Let's step back and expand on this, CC. Multiple dongs. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Same dong, multiple times. (laughs) You know, I mean, what's funny, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? What are you and Kyle into? The word dong is funny. I just want to say that. For I mean, record. I already share him with it's, you, so who knows what the Yeah, what are you, you into, trying Joe? to convince Leslie and I to come to Atlanta? <laughs> yeah. Fishbowl sitting near the front door. <clears throat> Every vacation I take, but you guys come into Atlanta. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, our buddy uh, Alex Jones. Um, do you all have one horror movie that truly, deeply, viscerally affected you? The original Martyrs did this to me. I didn't sleep for three days after that movie. I should watch it again. Uh, P.S. And this is 100% there, John. I'm not making this up. P.S. John rules. Schnars drools. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Or no, sorry, Joe rules. Oh, <laughs> that's some bullshit. Joe, that was mean. I got, you got me excited for a second. But, I did, yeah. You know, I've got a few in me. I'll I'm second sorry, him But on, I do feel like that worked out. I'll second him on Martyrs. That movie messed me up. Martyrs was intense. Because it's, yeah. well ma- it's also pretty well made, and those are the ones that I have the most trouble kind of like reconciling. I mean, yeah. Kyle and I, I mean, almost got a divorce after watching Hereditary, so <laughs> that one was pretty intense. Dude, 
Yeah. That yeah. movie's that is that one's pretty fucked up. He was so mad at me for making him see that. Dude, that's like that middle aged couple who sat next to me in the theater that hundred percent saw it because the wife really likes Tony Collette. Yeah. 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 I mean, I knew it was gonna be messed up, but I think it um hit a little too close in the uh in my my personal trauma. <laughs> Kyle was like, fuck this. I mean, we talked about how much those uh, repressed Irish family dinners rang true for me, so I get it. So, I mean, now, we talk I've about this movie. Since, but not with him. <laughs> we, uh, we talk about this movie every time, like, disturbing comes up, and I don't know if I'd even consider it a horror movie, but like, uh, it was a Serbian film. Like, again, yeah. like, just... Yeah stuck with me for way too long and yeah thankfully i, I still haven't seen that <sighs> yeah you made the right choice on that one yeah. i i like get upset at the fact that like we watched that <laughs> uh Toro. um what are there too many of superhero movies and tv shows or zombie movies and tv shows yeah superheroes like you don't have to watch them but yes, I, it's, hard, it's hard for me like i have friends who worked on both so i'm like i feel bad for yeah <laughs> they, they pay i'm, for I'm fine with watch. either honestly <laughs> yeah. if i if gun to my head i would actually say get rid of the zombie like there's too many zombie things yeah, at this point i'd agree with you John. um but yeah I, like superhero movies you you can kind of go anywhere, right? Like you can always make something fun and interesting out of yeah, superhero that's true. yeah zombies yeah, well, are they- kind of they're mined out, you right? Old, yeah. Yeah. Like they zombies are what they are. Like, yeah. I mean, even when we see like a fun, interesting new idea of it, like it's still a zombie, right? You're right. Uh, all right. Next up, Robel. I love this question. What are your favorite sugary booze drinks? <laughs> or what's uh, your so favorite I, sugary booze So drink? I've just been recently buying uh, cut water. Have you seen these cut water canned um, margaritas? They have a bunch of they're they're like the canned um, you know mixed drinks, but seltzers. I buy the margarita ones. They're not seltzers. They're like they have a margarita. They oh, have they're a gin like and actual tonic. drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like fifteen percent alcohol. <laughs> Very nice, tasty. I uh, as of late, and I love these in general. But I, I recently took the plunge and and started like I I ordered the some of the ingredients that are a little tough to find in like your liquor store. I started making my ties at home. I love a fucking Mai Tai. Like, just the greatest thing in the world. Like, I would love for you so to mad. make me a Mai Tai. I don't think... I think I've had, like, one in my life that I can think of. Oh, <laughs> they're so good. The trouble with Mai Tais is, like, or, like, making them at home, there are so many variations of the recipes, like, to find, like, the perfect one. And the trouble is, I had one about a year ago, and then I drank a ton of them and decided I need to cut this out for a bit. And now I can't find the one that I really liked, but like uh, any like tiki bar, like I love tiki drinks. I love tiki bars. Like it's one of the things that uh, Matt on our, our Slack and I have, have bonded over like our love of the tiki. Uh, but my ties in general are just the greatest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. I'm not much of a sugary drink guy, but when I do, it's usually a Mai Tai. I, I'll drink any margarita. I've bought the handle of yeah. Cuervo, the like mix, pour it over some ice. Yeah, it's delicious. It's yeah, delicious. I love a good margarita. Well, we, like a straight Suzanne up margarita. She'll make them at home, and they, like a homemade margarita is fucking oh, way delicious. better. Like I'm not saying that the like canned stuff is like great, but it's like in a pinch, I'm fucking lazy. Yeah, I'm just here there. to drink. Love, like, what's the problem? I love a margarita, and then just getting like some jalapenos and like muddling it in there before making it, and then you got 
And then, you know, obviously, Caitlin will, will tell you that's when the sex happens and <laughs> the jalapenos. It's true. Catalyze things. It's true. Before, I like any sugary drink. Like, I don't like liquor in general. So, like, anything that's, that, I, you know. Anything with that. alcohol in it is all I have this cameo of <laughs> Joe before we hit up uh, Instagram. I have the cameo going. Uh, all right. So, last one on Twitter, and then we can get there. Uh, Maud Amsterdam. Speaking of hair, did any of you ever have a mullet? I had one for <laughs> three-ish years as a child. Still dead inside. No, oh, I did a have a list. I did have a rat tail. If that counts. Yeah, yeah I, I was I gonna say I, tail, I didn't yeah. have a mullet. I had a rat tail. Uh, I, I, mean, I yeah. I kind of did <laughs> when I shaved before I shaved my well when I shaved my head and it was growing back in. It, it became a little mullety. Nice. Yeah, I, it, around the Kurt Cobain period, I definitely I had like long hair and like I didn't trim the front, but I did shave the sides, and it definitely was mullet esque. So, yeah, I had the know. metal mullet where you grow your hair out long and then shave the sides and back underneath it, so it all hangs over. Is there a picture? the drapes? <laughs> Is there a picture of this? That's it on Twitter, Eric. Love it, Joe. You know what? Uh, it's getting warm out. People getting their shots, getting to wedding season. Mother's Day is approaching. Mother's Day. Things you know what would be the best wedding present ever? A cameo from you played at the wedding. Eric, I'm a ordained minister. That's true. The best gift ever would be me coming marrying you. Are you still doing Mary's wedding? I think so. I mean, it's not till like October, but there we haven't talked about it a bit. And she's technically married. So really, I'd just be going through the motions. But yeah, I'm down. I love it. John's still going to be your date? We'll see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, date TBD, I guess. <laughs> so that, you, sounds, that sounds positive. <laughs> so you go to Cameo, um, search Bloody Good Horror, and get a Cameo from Joe. You want to set this one up here that I have? Um, so the fun, actually, I, I should explain it after. Uh, one, because I did this okay. a couple weeks ago. Two, I'm a little drunk. Fuck it, let's do um, it. And three, well, let me... Uh, just know this person has sent in uh, a number of cameos before in, in the past. Actually, it was like almost weekly. Um, it became like a running joke and then kind of disappeared for a bit and then uh, sent this one in. Um, and then I'll kind of explain after, which makes it even more funny. Um, so, yeah. All right. So How long is it? Are we going to do the whole thing? No. I feel like no, no. Two minutes. Uh, it's Joe. Just under 20. Horror. It's a podcast. We talk about horror. Bloody Good horror. It's not British. It sounds like it is, but it's not. Um, I don't know how they came up with the name. I'm sure <sighs> Eric and Mark have explained at some point. I don't know how long you've been listening. I don't know if you remember Mark, but, you know, maybe they... I'm sure on some show they just said, uh, this, this sounds fun. Um, you know what sounds fun, too? It's your birthday. Uh, and your friend Alex sent this in and wanted me to wish you a happy birthday. I assume Alex... I don't, you know, I, I don't know Alex personally. Not great with words. Um, and I say that in the nicest way possible. And the only reason I bring this up is because the, um, the, the when you send in this request and there's like a little field that kind of explains what the video's for. It's like, you know, hey, it's, it's this person's birthday or they're graduating or whatever. You can put, there's a character limit. Um, I forget what it is, but there's, there's a good amount of space to kind uh -huh. of give some info. Alex... 
just put happy birthday. Two exclamation points. So I get that Alex is excited about this, about your birthday. These things are so stream um, of consciousness. Not, not it's insane. There to go with. This is so, also not the one I thought you know, that I'd say. I'm, I'm here, to, <laughs> here to make your, your day special. Um, I want you to know that. To be honest, there is like a little bit of ambiguity. <laughs> ambiguity. <laughs> Ambiguous. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that word out loud before. I've heard it in my head. I've heard people say it. I've said it in my head. But now that Ambiguity. I try to say it, I'm very self-conscious about yeah. it. But there's, to be honest, there's not even a mention that it is your birthday, personally. it The, the request comes off as it's my birthday. <laughs> okay. I just have one question on this, Joe. Yeah. I'm going to stop there. Do you ever, like, this is what I hear in your voice. I hear, like... You're spinning plates in your head. Like you're just trying to keep it going. Like you don't want to, st- as long as you keep talking, you know, you'll land it's... at the point sooner or later. <sighs> Do you ever get nervous and like screw it up and then just stop and like, oh, I got to start over. No, I've never, <laughs> I, if, if I get more than 15 seconds in, That's it's it. like Final a, take. it's like a, a boulder rolling down a hill. Like it's just going <laughs> like once I get go- like, there's no stopping. It's I mean, absolutely fascinating. And, I will say you're mistaken. There usually is not a point that I'm trying to get to. Like it's literally at this point, I've gotten happy birthday out of the way and then everything else is just whatever. We'll, we'll go where we may. I love it. Um, I got to say this. So this isn't the one I thought I sent you, but uh, this one, poor Alex actually did like feel terrible and sent in a second request, like explaining more about who this person was and you know, like what birthday it was and all this. So, you should have yeah. given the uh, second one as a freebie. I feel like, but yeah. I, I honestly, John, I would do these for free. Like, <laughs> I just enjoy it. Like, it makes me happy to do them. So I, I don't have any way to give them away. But you know, I if I could, I definitely would. Love it. Cameo.com. What do we got on Instagram? Um. Oh, so we're recording on a Tuesday night. Um. Un- unfortunately, so. We, uh, I post up every Tuesday. Uh, you can send in a question on, uh, on Instagram. Bloody good horror is our, our handle. Our, uh, our longtime listener and friend who, uh, usually sends in her question, not using the form, unfortunately not, not around on Tuesdays apparently cause oh. did not get one in, but, uh, we got a, we got a bunch of others. Uh, first up, are any of you guys thinking about going to Joe Bob's Jamboree in July? Oh, which just, I think is in Pennsylvania, yeah, if I remember right, or something. I, I forget. It sounds amazing. It's pretty far away from where I am, but it does sound pretty cool. Yeah, it is. PA. Yeah. It's actually not terribly far from where I am, I think. I would love to go. Like, it seems like a blast. I just don't know, like, honestly, my paranoia, like, how comfortable I would be at this point. Joe, let's let's research maybe, uh, you know, a little uh, Joe John reunion. Central yeah, PA. I would, Your paranoia I with what? With what, Joe? With COVID stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got when the vaccine, it? dude. Plus, it's at a drive-in intentionally to, for like distancing. I feel like. Yeah, but still, I I'm got not, a lot you, going on. You wouldn't my be head. able to distance me if I was near Joe. That's all I'll say. JP, distancing that. The show, John, coming back this Friday. You should hang out in Slack and uh, watch the uh, premiere. Eric, it's way too late in the evening for me. But... <laughs> uh, all right, next up. This is a good one. Favorite concert memory. Ooh. Oh, that is a good one. Up and smoke tour. Um, mm. I mean, I have a lot, but I always like thinking about the time I saw the sword play in a really tiny, like back room in a really like 
dank dive bar and they have mm. a song called winter wolves and everyone started howling at the beginning of it. That was pretty awesome. Oh, I saw them open for clutch like years ago. And I think it they was were on, made. I'm not. And, uh, maybe it wasn't on that one, but cause it wasn't clutch that I think they headlined, but yeah, I'm not like a giant sword fan. Like I enjoy them. I've never like listened to other stuff, but they were amazing. Like yeah. as an opener. Oh, great. I actually, I actually am a sword fan. Oddly enough. I usually don't get in on the metal talk here. My favorite concert memory, I saw Rob Zombie once and uh, here and it was literally like a mile down the road in our big outdoor theater, legit concert venue, lawn section out back uh, in the middle of like his first song. Everybody in the lawn section went nuts and started pulling up sod and chucking it into the pavilion <laughs> seats in the front. That is, And it was just like a sea of sod clumps going through the air and in between songs rob zombie actually went backstage and got his camcorder and came back out and said i gotta get this shit on camera i've never seen this before wow some poor landscaper just watching by yeah. with a single tear running down his cheek <laughs> yeah breaking his heart i um so this band the dillinger escape plan when their um their original lead singer left and their second joined i i got to go see their first show uh where the the second lead singer kind of premiered um and after that they did this show at this small club that closed in new york city called the knitting factory and it was like short it was 2002 it was shortly after i moved to new york and it was one of the most fucking bananas things i've ever seen and it's like randomly online someone like must have been recording with like an old vhs um and it was fucking like amazing like i remember I left that show covered in other people's sweat and like, I don't like being near people or like touching people. But like after that, I was like, this is totally fine. Like it was amazing. Like one of the best shows, if not the best show I've ever been to. And uh, yeah, it was a real special night, John. It's good times. You got anything, John, any Dave Matthews band? Like the first time you saw them live or something. That was my first concert. Dave Matthews. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Back in the vet, vet stadium in Philly, which Joe's probably, mm. maybe he was still around when you were there. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I saw the, uh, I saw the Phillies play there a few times. Yeah, they knocked that shit down. They blew that up. But um, I saw uh, the Black Keys at McCarran Park Pool before when they were, I think they're back to letting people use it as a music venue, but they shut it down for a while and turned it back into a pool. Uh, but that was like a great venue in New York. Uh, I saw the last uh, LCD Sound System concert in, at a, what's it called? Not at the fucking Madison Square Garden, which was a huge show, but it was it was pretty sweet. So I'm not a giant like arena concert nah. fan. Like, no. Well, look, like I, some of the, my favorites are always like those randos. You just like walk into like a bar, like a small venue. But the LCD yeah. show was like that was like they were it was they, they like announced it was their last show. It was like a whole thing. And I don't know. It was pretty wild. Good times. It's fun. Uh, I got a lot I could go through. Uh, what's the next horror movie trend? I'm seeing a lot of movies about cults. I feel like we get this one a lot, right? Yeah, it's hard to say. We got. I need like the actual new releases to start coming out before we can come. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm, they've been uh, trying cults for a couple of years now, and it's while I've enjoyed some of it, it hasn't taken off like your vampires and zombies have. Yeah, I mean, I like yeah, I like Colpians. Well, we're waiting yeah. on. A couple of not remakes, but like there's the Candyman thing. Mm-hmm. There's the Saw thing. There's like the a Saw, couple. Of, yeah. There's a couple of these uh, 
return of the franchise type deals. <laughs> Another Halloween return. Yeah, yeah. There's new. Yeah, is that coming this year or is that next year? I don't know. Halloween Kills. Yeah, is it's that this year, Eric, or is it next year? I I don't know. It's probably. I think it's done. I, I think it's done. So I think there. My guess would be this coming summer fall. Hmm. I'll Google it, John. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's Jog. fucking April, Eric. Like it's almost the summer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jog. Joggers, summer, fall, October fifteenth, uh, October fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Was Scooby Doo better when it was always a mundane mystery, or when it went true supernatural? I don't really care. I don't remember. Scooby-Doo. Was there ever a Scooby Doo when it really was like a ghost? Like, I yeah, don't I don't think either. I remember that either. Maybe the newer stuff. I guess. Yeah, I was gonna go the old mundane mystery. Yeah, yeah. My Scooby Doo is like always the, the creepy old caretaker. Yeah. Like what was the the movie that came out like last year? I think it was just called like Scoob or something. Casey, I know you saw it. Yeah, like, that was I a ton of fun. The, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, what BJ's host would be the best Mecca? I vote Mecca Schnars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, what's a Mecca? How'd you deal with his yeah. hair? That's what I want to see. Just like a big blocky like. I like I'd go, go CC because I guess the things, you know. Really. I feel like we're all like mildly terrified of CC to begin with. So I think like a yeah. Mecca CC would be. Yeah. See, but if like, it was like me and Eric and Mark, we could have like a real Voltron thing going. Joe, I could have Newell on each arm. Joe, randomly Twitter, <laughs> Twitter just suggests I'm on the hi-fi Twitter and it just suggested to me that I follow COW Flanagan. You never told me that his um, profile picture is the shot of Jack Nicholson eating a hoagie in like the French Riviera. <laughs> It is that I? I didn't know what that was. It was like this famous know, paparazzi photo time, where Jack I Nicholson know. is like waiting in the French Riviera and just like grease stained and just like shoving a sub in his face. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, next up, mostly for you, John. Thoughts on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer? John, I can check. I can check in with the wife and get back yeah. next week. I, I would be interested. So I'm excited that Erica is talking about her divorce and legal issues, but I mean, my bar for Beverly Hills is pretty low, but I, I've got, it, it seems like it's fun. I was going to say, I didn't think it was like a favorite among the, the no, it's, it's lost its steam. The but, you crowd. Know. Yeah. Um, excited for Eli Roth on the last drive-in premiere or nah? Whatever. Okay, he's fine. Mm-hmm. I know people get a little, he's annoying, but also it's fine. He gets excited about horror they movies, also those, so it can't be yeah. a bad slate. Yeah, and they bring him. those guests in for like one segment and then they're out. Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited that Joe Bob's coming back. Like, I honestly don't care who's there with him. Totally. As he said, yeah. what movie is he doing? They usually announce no. on the show. Yeah. Uh, what horror property, book, comic, etc., would you most like to see turned into a movie? Um, I'd like to see, oh shit, I can see the cover of the book and now I can't think of the writer. So never mind. Don't mind me. The Bible, Cece, and Jesus is the writer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you want to get into it, Jesus definitely did not write the Bible, but okay. Uh, (laughs) Well, I would say that, and Cece would understand what I'm talking about. I would say I'm surprised we haven't seen an Anya Allborn movie based off of one of her books. I feel like I, fucking, though, yeah. I love pure moods, Casey. You know I love Anya. <laughs> oh um, yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't happened. And um, oh God, what is that? The um, I mean, we're getting a Paul Tremblay book, which um, as a movie 
head full of ghosts. And then I think there's one. So, um, I mean, I'm excited for that. I, uh, I just read a horror comic that kind of picked up off the, you know, it was like in trade paperback called once in future. That's about a, a cult in England that resurrects, uh, fuck. What's his name? The like Knights of the round table, King Arthur. Mm. So like, it's like a cult. They resurrect King Arthur, but he's like a fucking like demon zombie. And he's like leading like a demon zombie army. It's, I didn't love it as a comic, but I actually think it would work as a, like I could see it as like an adventure movie. It's sort of like a little like Indiana Jones ish. Um, I don't know. Just so like would, cowboys and aliens. Yeah. Do you ever just like, thank God that you found a woman that'll spend the rest of her <laughs> life with you. John? Like, that, like when you're reading your comic books and your like fucking graphic novels and stuff, yeah. like sometimes I do wonder like what she thinks I'm reading. Cause I'm like sitting in bed, just like, yeah pretty cool, pretty cool. You know, like, <laughs> she doesn't ask she doesn't, she doesn't uh, ask <laughs> right, I, I just made fun of you but now i'm going to talk about how like i'm still holding out hope for the haunted mansion movie uh that guillermo del toro has been yeah. talking about oh for my years. god somebody will be amazing you, you have a fun yeah. pop somebody will make that yeah i know i by no means like somebody trust me i totally understand like the hypocrisy of me making fun of you yeah, it's well the, in the same vein as that though i'm still holding out hope for Guillermo's at the mountains of madness. Mm. Oh, bro. That's not happening. No, yeah. I know. It would be great <laughs> if it did. Yeah. It'll either be great this, or it's like a complete disaster, but so this one, <laughs> any of you good folks into mushroom foraging? No, um, no but my stepdad is. Wow. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. My, I have a cousin who's like lives fairly close and his son who lives in Pennsylvania was like going off to me about mushroom foraging the other day. And I was like, hmm, okay. All right. So we call it mushroom hunting. Yeah. Uh, do you like pina coladas? Yeah. Yeah. We'll drink. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're great. You know who I, and I replied to this on the thing I learned, uh, uh, from VH one, um, Rupert Holmes, the guy who sang the escape, the pina colada song, hated them, did not care for them. (laughs) Go figure. Uh, are you excited for the Mortal Kombat movie? Uh, it comes yes. on next Friday. Hell yeah! I'm so uh, yeah. excited. I think we're Is doing it like for the show, the, right? It's like it's like not the 16th; it's the 23rd next week. Yeah, the 23rd. It looks, or 24th, it looks pretty yeah. dope. Yeah, I wish it could um, held out. You, I wish it could held out for, till my second shot, yeah. so I could see it in the theater. <laughs> uh, have you ever mixed two beers together to make something super delicious? No. No. Joe? No, I know, like you can find, thing. like I can, see, you can see those, like online. People will say, like, ah, oh, mix this and this. It's yeah, like what is like a, yeah, it's like a stout a or a snake portal. bite is a um, like a a lager mixed with a, a cider or like a black and tan. I guess I've had a black and tan. Yeah, so yeah. Does a boiler make I, count? <laughs> no. No. Uh, I reply back. So a cream ale. I've talked about them on the show. Uh, Jenny Brewing Company in Rochester, New York. They invented that style, um, and it's like a mix of an ale and a lager. So, you know, I've had my share. Um, next up, uh, are you looking for writers for uh, for horror content? Um, and yeah, always info at bloodygoodhorror.com. Send in your samples or, or info. Like, Eric, anything you want to say about that? What you said. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, 
Any candies from your childhood you miss that are no longer in production? Do they still I, think make they all, back, I think all the ones I had yeah. were like all my favorites. They still make fun of I have no idea. I don't know if I've Yeah, they do. I mean, they brought back NECA wafers, so I'm covered. Um, yeah. The one I always think about is like, remember candy cigarettes? Like, yeah. that'll never yeah. happen again. <laughs> no, they definitely but they were so those. much fun when I was a kid. And yeah. bubblegum cigars. Oh yeah, that's what So they used to make these bubblegum. They were like cigarette sized, but like they had the um, like the 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 sugar powder around them. So like yeah. you could literally like inhale it and like blow out smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Dude, they came in a, a cigarette box that you like had to swallow. So it was like like big tobacco had to have something to oh, do with that, right? Like a thousand percent. <laughs> Like it's fucking insane looking back on it now, but hey, John, before we wrap up here, you want to real quick uh, look ahead here at theatrical horror coming up, since some of us might be venturing out in a couple months. Uh, sure, we can pull it up. No, I got it. No, I got it right here. May fourteenth, Spiral from the Book of Saw. That's Chris Rock's insane Saw movie. May twenty eighth, A Quiet Place Part Two. June fourth, The Conjuring: Colon The Devil Made Me Do It. Jerk off motion. <laughs> colon. Uh, July 9th, The Forever Purge, which I kind of like as a dumb title. Yeah. July 16th, The Night House. August 13th, Don't Breathe 2. August 27th, Candyman. September 10th, Malignant. Anyway, that's what I what I see coming up here. Dude, you skipped Jacob's Wife coming out this week, starring Barbara Crampton. Oh, that's not on my list here. I, I'm just on box office mojo. It just like popped up there. So. Stuff coming out. All that stuff that was held. I mean, a lot of those are probably 2020s. Uh, yeah. Oh, I got to pee, guys. They feel like they're like time capsules. It's super yeah. weird. I'm done, Joe. That's it. Yeah. I don't want to rush you, but you know. I'm done with uh, oh, okay, cool. Instagram. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Bloody good horror. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, don't forget to send Joe your Diva Cup thoughts. He has questions. Um, and yeah. that's it. We'll talk to you next week. Not as See many you. as you think that I should have. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I'm more up to speed on the Diva Cup than, than I probably should be. Got it. You know. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. I, I appreciate right. your, ally, your allyship. Yeah. Bye-bye.